0: Geekish Cast, Episode 98, Welcome to Team No Pants. Welcome back to Geek's Cast. I'm your host, Jeremy, and co-hosting with me today is the lovely Jules. Hi, Jules. Hi. And joining us from Chunky Girl Comics is Marissa and Lori. How are you ladies doing?
1: Hey, how's it going? We're doing good. Yeah, we're having a
2: good day.
0: Awesome. So speaking first was Marissa and second was Lori, in case uh,
2: we don't (laughs) label people properly. I don't like
3: labels. No labels.
2: No labels. labels. We
1: don't have labels here. (laughs) (laughs) We don't deal with labels. (laughs) Call me whatever you want. All right.
0: So, um, ladies, I first met Marissa, and also co-hosting with us today are Ollie the Greyhound and Whiskey the Black Chihuahua Terrier Tasmanian Devil Mix.
2: Bad dog, bad dog.
0: <laughs> so if you hear barking, that's what that is. Anyways, I met Marissa at ModestoCon, oh, last month, Yes. 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 And we did a quick, know, probably 10 minutes with you and another young lady whose name I am forgetting right That's now. because Tina. <laughs> Tina, Tina I guess. yes. Um, I enjoyed speaking with you, and I'm interested in your project, Chunky Girl Comics. Why don't you give us a quick top-down view of what you uh, what you are all about?
1: Very good. So, yeah, ModestoCon, that was fun. That was a busy weekend, but it was, like, a good show. So, um, Chunky Girl Comics is, is kind of my... my creative project that I started many years ago um, when I wanted to be a superhero and no superheroes looked like me so I started writing stories about uh, myself as a superhero Um, and then started writing characters that would be this cool superhero group of women that are not your typical superhero body type Um, so I started writing these ideas and Um, back in 2012 my daughter at the time she er, at the time she's still my daughter Um, (laughs) at the time she was about six years old and she came home and said that somebody called her fat and that was kind of my my you know light lightning bulb moment that made me realize hey you know my kids need to see you know kind of positive women role models that mirror the women in their lives so um, I teamed up with with a couple of really cool artists and chunky girl comics was, was born. Um, so what we do is, you know, we, I, I, we promote diversity, whether it's uh, different body type, um, ethnicity, skin color, um, you know, sexual preference, whatever it is. Um, you know, we, we love it all.
0: Oh, and that's a, a very worthwhile thing. I, as a middle-aged white straight male of a predominantly Catholic family, it's easy for me to find a superhero who looks like me, um, who looks like me, who drinks less beer, but who looks like me.
1: <laughs> There's probably two uh, superheroes that that they've got they've got that they, they drink a lot of beer, just not oh, not yeah. in their suits. I would expect.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> they they got a diet before they get superheroic, right? It's right. you know? so like
1: fasting, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but in this day and age, actually, we're seeing a little more diversity within superhero comics. Miss um, Marvel is now a young Muslim girl, yes, which is kind of awesome. And Marvel just hired their first black female writer.
1: It's ex- it's an exciting time um, because as a kid, I didn't have that, and I love that now. You know, my kids and and you know this generation is going to get to grow up seeing things that mirror what they look like. Um, You know, I I know a lot of us um, have probably spent a lot of time as a kid wanting to look like somebody on TV or changing their hair to look like whoever. Um, But now you won't have to do that because there are people who look like you um, or at least the people in your day-to-day life. It's It's an amazing thing. It's a great time we live in, you know, it's, and I love it. Absolutely love it.
0: Oh, yeah, I think it's a great time. I mean, Star Trek even just introduced their first official on-screen gay character. Yeah, which yeah. Yeah, kind of. Well, he was a gay and Asian character, so they actually got to check off ethnicity and sexual uh, orientation. Yeah, but so.
1: they a lot of really bases.
2: pretty there, so they, they've got a ways to go. <laughs> well,
1: of course. I mean, we talk a lot about that at our panels. You know, we talk about... Um, you know, it's still Hollywood, so... Right, right. You know, they can throw in, uh, you know, a little brown here, a little brown there, you know, um, <laughs> change change a gender here or something, um, but they're still really, like, unnaturally beautiful people because no I, one I know still looks like anybody in that,
2: that right. movie,
1: in any of the movies. But,
2: I appreciate their trying, they're trying, and I there. think it's a start, but yeah. but So what yeah. you guys are doing is a push well beyond that of, of that. Oh, I know these people stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We make people uncomfortable sometimes because, um, <laughs> which I love. If, if Cause
3: I, I don't like to wear clothes mostly. Right, yeah. <laughs> like I, um,
1: yeah, it's kind of funny. Cause you would think when we, when you, when we're together, you would think that she and I have been friends for like, you know, 20 years or something, but, um, we actually met through chunky girl comics and, um, which is awesome. Um, because I figured I, I didn't know any six foot tall, you know, chunky, but strong athletic women. And, but that's how one of the characters was written. And, um, here comes Lori. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I need you in
3: my life.
0: That's awesome. So how, how did you, I mean, you say you met through the comic, but how did you, is there a story you can share with us or? Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah, Lori, go ahead. Yeah. We actually met on Facebook. Um, I had, I had liked the chunky girl page, Um, But I didn't have a lot of interactions. And then I think another friend, I think I tagged one friend and another friend tagged me and I'm like, oh, well, I have red hair, so I can't be this character. Marissa's like, well, you know, they make wigs, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I guess I could do that. And in 2013, I went to Stockton Con and debuted as Candy and I've been doing it ever since. It's a lot of fun. Oh, your candy.
0: Okay, so my yeah. friend Paul, who actually helped me uh, co-host the the post ModestoCon episode, mm-hmm. is is crushing hard on your character.
3: Yes,
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was all that. That candy's a whole lot of woman. Gotta...
3: He's not wrong. But, uh, He's not wrong. Uh, oh, so, man, it
2: was a very. Go ahead, uh, <laughs> Jules. I'm sorry. So, but your character walked into your life as a human being and presented yeah. herself. That's beautiful. <laughs> I,
1: kid this, I kid you not, and I teared up when I first saw her. That first time at Stockton Con, like in full costume. And because, you know, these, as a writer, kind of these characters are your kind of alter egos, and you, of
2: course, yeah.
1: You feel like, know these, I, I know these women, even though they didn't truly exist, but I know them. And then, um, Lori just happened to, to fit everything so perfectly, and it was, it was a kind of really surreal experience because, Beautiful. you know, and then she puts her boots on and she's six foot, like four. <laughs> so, um, Yeah, it's we're we're quite a sight to be seen when we're, you know, out at conventions, whether it's in in cosplay as the characters or even just ourselves, um, because we don't shy away from anything, really, you know, so whether it's the outfits that we wear or whatever, we get a lot of, wow, you're really brave to wear that.
3: Right, this you know, like, is just code for you're too fat to wear that, but good right for you. I, I, I'm I'm proud of
2: you for being able to do what I would be shamed to do, kind like, of stuff. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, the backhand.
1: We get a lot of backhand compliments, but yeah. it doesn't you know? It, it, you know maybe right. ten years ago that would have you know stung a little bit, but now it's like nah, if you don't like it, you just don't look at it. You know, I'm
3: almost forty. Oh, yeah. I don't well, really care what people think about me
1: anymore.
0: But I was going to say, there's a whole lot of go after. I'd say probably after 35, a whole lot of your life is just telling people, you know what, if you don't like it, go eat a dick. Yes! I don't care.
1: But it's pretty much it. We do that on a daily basis. Yeah. You can see our text messages. It's
0: Yeah. <laughs> a lot of look, I I'm in sales so like even if I'm not saying it 90% of the time I'm thinking, you know what? Just go eat a dick cuz I really don't care, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah. And see that's hard for me because it reads in my face. So, uh ah. that's that's rough to, to Yeah. change Well,
0: word. so Marissa, when you were starting off, I mean, you got the idea that you wanted to create a uh, Did you start with a team or did you start with just your character and it grew out of that? Um,
1: well, the story started off with just me. Um, and it was kind of almost my my diary growing up was mm. these i i grew up kind of in a weird place as far in the bay area where there wasn't a lot of diversity at the time and i'm eth- you know i'm black white and asian so i didn't fit in really anywhere um and growing up in kind of a predominantly white area it was it, there wasn't a lot of diversity so i had a hard time clicking with certain people and and so writing was kind of my escape from that all and, um, so I started um writing as this superhero and what she would do and and you know all this kind of stuff, and those stories had always stuck. I've got these like binder papers full of just kind of notes and stories from when I was in middle school and high school awesome. um so then, as I got older and was writing like this could be a cool story, you know we could you know you know throw in some villains, but it wasn't to me it wasn't as exciting with just one person. I felt like I needed you know the little feisty one who always wants to fight and then you've got you know the um I'm the level-headed one who's always trying to solve things without violence and you know then you've got Laurie's character Candy who's kind of the 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 big strong silent type um and only fights when she really has to she hates using her power um so i figured it it was more dynamic to have this kind of mix of of women um
2: Absolutely you have to have your So each person, if you're not this one, but you can see yourself in that other girl. Exactly. So it it opens it up to other people to be able to feel that they're a part of it.
1: Absolutely. And then all the characters are also different different skin tones. I I don't really talk about what their kind of ethnicity or what their racial background is because – people have identified with one character who like, Oh, is, you know, Oh, is she, is she a black woman? And I'm like, if she, if she looks like a black woman to you, she is, um, you know, it just, it just um, because I, I love when people come up and they're like, Oh, that looks like my sister. I've got to buy this for her. Or um, one, one year at Stockton con with a little boy come up and he was so excited. He's like, this looks just like my mom and we have to buy it. Oh. It just, and then, then I realize okay, this is, it touches people. Like they find something that looks like, a woman in their life, which is, which is a really good feeling.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So,
0: so why don't you tell us a little bit about each character in the team of the Chunky Girl comics?
1: Sure. So, um, <clears throat> Rosie is, um, that's, that's based on, she's based on me. And as you'll notice, they have very kind of dainty feminine names, which is kind of funny because we're kind of the exact opposite of dainty and feminine most of the time. Um, but Rosie is the the leader of the troop. Um, she's very level headed, would rather talk things out than resort to violence. Um, <clears throat> she, the whole stories, all the stories are set in, in San Francisco, in the San Francisco Bay area, since that's where I was raised. So um, everything, all the stories that I tell are, are set in the Bay area. Um, Rosie's that girl who's everyone's friend, and she's the the level headed one that gives advice, even if she's never lived through these situations. She's very knowledgeable and and a little bit of everything um her weapon is not really a weapon it's a whip like a huge bull whip because she'd rather subdue bad people you know and bad guys than kill them um that nice. she think. She thinks everyone's got good in there somewhere. Like not everyone's just evil. And that's that's a lot of who I am. I try anyway. Some people okay. I've learned that some people just are evil, by the way. Like some people just are jerks. I you know, but Oh yeah,
2: absolutely. <laughs> but most people we wanna still believe yeah, that there's yeah. some kind of good.
1: Absolutely. Um then there's Lori's character who is Candy, and she's got this little dainty name, and I, I love it. Um, <laughs> Candy, uh, her day job, she's a police officer in San Francisco. Um, she's the, the tallest in her family, and everybody else in her family expected her to be this very you know, you need to be a lady, and you need to wear dresses and you need to be feminine, and, and you're a lady. Your name's Candy. Um, <laughs> but she's the exact a opposite fucking lady. You are a lady. You're such a fucking lady. Um, <laughs> she, um, but Candy also, um, she is struggling with d- figuring out her sexuality um, and she's scared to tell anybody. So she kind of does. She kind of keeps that on the low. Her friends are always trying to set her up with men and she's like, eh, I don't <laughs> know, maybe, you know, Um so that's that's candy. She's very much the strong, silent type. She doesn't want to fight, but she will if she has to. She keeps the rest of us girls out of trouble, which in real life is not true.
2: Oh uh, my God, she's <laughs> the she's the Ray Donovan, Jeremy. She's the Ray Donovan of the group.
1: <laughs> so she so she tries to keep everybody out of trouble, um, and uh, you know, protects us. She's the wallflower at the the club while everyone's dancing, that kind of thing. Yeah, but she's
2: making sure that everyone you're dancing with is all safe and, you know. Right.
3: That was actually my job when I was, when all of my friends, when I was, you know, 21 and we were starting to go to clubs, they were tiny. And that was my job. I literally have taken my friends out of men's hands and been like, you can't take them with you. So (laughs) so that's it. I love that girl.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, so it fits. Um. Which is which is which is really weird. Why why Lori and I kind of have hit it off because she so much embodied literally what candy is, which is really cool. Um, and then um, we've got Sage. Sage is a little short. I call I call her short round because she's short and <laughs> chunky and adorable. But she doesn't care. She's full of tattoos. She her shirts are always a little too short. So she's got like belly chub that always kind of hangs out.
3: Yay! Uh, right. She
1: doesn't care. She's like, I don't, I don't care. Um, she's one that's, um, she's kind of from the inner city. And so her first instinct is argue, but it's to fight. So she gets it. That comes in handy sometimes, but candy is often pulling sage away from bar fights and <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, she as far as weapons, Sage is really she really likes um uh she uses projectiles, bow and arrow, guns, that kind of thing. We started straying away from the guns only because um kind of the climate that we live in. Um I'm like, I don't know if I want guns in all of our pictures. So uh we started pulling that back a little bit, but um she's fun to write because she's loud and and, you know, um argumentative and it's it's kinda fun be that person. I think we all have that person. <laughs> in yes. in yes. of us, you know. Um and then um who am I missing? Oh, Sweet Pea. Sweet Pea. Mm-hmm. Um Sweet Pea, she's so pretty. Um how I've always described Sweet Pea is the most adorable girl you've ever seen. And she's kind <laughs> of she's kind of sexy without trying. She considered plus-size by fashion and media standards. But to everybody else, she just looks like a girl with a little waist and a big butt. You know, Um, I'm like, I wish I kind of could look like Sweet Pea. (laughs) Um, She is the youngest of the group. She's spoiled, but she's not a brat. Um, Her family is wealthy, and she kind of bankrolls the whole, the whole show. They go out, the whole whole, yeah, they go out, and she's like, I got this, guys. It's on me, and um. That kind of thing, and she's uh, she's known for her speed. So her uniform consists of a like a sleek kind of cat suit, um, which is really cool. And all of the girls, they're they don't realize they have powers, these kind of extraordinary talents with different weapons, until they're in times of great like stress or fear or anger, really great times of emotion. And then they realize that they can really do some damage
0: okay so their special skill or power would be use of their item or signature weapon yeah then.
1: yeah so like with Rosie her character is like a whip and she's freakishly accurate with a whip when she's in those you know in kind of a fight or flight situation um, sweet pea her speed comes out um, when she's you know in, in really emotional um sage is freakishly accurate with either you know a gun or a bow and arrow and then candy um originally hers was the only um, kind of power that was like magical almost she had these kind of magic bracelets um that she could throw almost like a boomerang like she could throw them it would cut somebody and it would come right back to her um but that's more something that would come out if i am able to do backstories on everybody which would be
0: cool. Gotcha yeah that's got kind of a cool Wonder Woman feel. It to really it.
1: is, and then now with you know, and then as I was now, now that Wonder Woman is you know kind of everywhere right now, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I guess that is very Wonder Woman feel to it. And it
0: well, yeah, but, but I I don't know that it's possible really to do a female superhero without reference to Wonder Woman. So I don't think having a similarity to her is bad. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, that's true. I mean. She is the archetypal female superhero of the modern era. Absolutely. Period. Yeah,
1: and it's, and I think it's a little different, you know, because we've got someone like Candy, who I kind of picture that character as. Yes, she can be very feminine, but she's also, you know, she's 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 like a She Hulk. You know, she don't don't make her mad because that that pure power <laughs> kind of thing is is what she's got going on.
2: But Wonder Woman was supposed to be an Amazon, right? I mean, I so, am an yeah. Amazon. i In very theory, tall. yeah, she was big, burly, like She should beautiful. have been that
1: way, yeah, you know, but...
2: You know, but it was play. Hollywood, so they didn't play her that it way. Was, right. <laughs> and comic and like, books, so everyone's idealized, yeah. so... Well, hold on,
0: because often in the comic books, she's drawn at, like, six foot two and
2: kind of muscular. Right,
1: yeah.
0: right. Um, depending on who the artist is, even more varying levels of more muscular. But, um, yeah, then they hired a little uh fashion model from israel who's like five foot four to I player. That and I'm she's beautiful she looks fine she's in absolutely outfit. beautiful yeah
1: you know and she looks great but it's like oh
3: but that's I want not that outfit so that's bad not,
1: woman. <laughs> you need that outfit so bad
3: i'll have somebody make it for me
1: have an amazing photo shoot <laughs>
2: love okay, yeah I've already, I've already i can already see it it, it should be done <laughs> do it
3: now yeah now i'll talk to jimmy <laughs>
0: Yep. All right, so Marissa, so you came up with the idea. First you had your character, then it kinda of grew into your team. Yes. And the name of your outfit is Chunky Girl Comics. Yes. So, so tell me a little bit well, let's start with this. So you had you ever written anything comic booky before or fictional, or was this your first attempt?
1: I've writing comics is extremely difficult. And at least for me. Now what's funny is other people who do who kind of written comics and drawn comics forever love it i'm the i hate it because i write in novel form and then have to edit myself down and it's awful awful because i feel like there's all these pretty stories and words that i want to (laughs) say and i have to limit it to you know these few pictures on a page it's really hard um i've always written um you know, written kind of fiction type stuff, stories. When I was really little, it was about, you know, like magical horses and, you know, all these things. <laughs> and, um, you know, so I've always, that's always been kind of where my brain goes is is magic kind of stuff. And then um, I was a big fan of, of Captain America growing up, so I, I liked comics. You know, I, I liked, but I just never thought I could write a comic um, until I really started thinking about, this is a superhero. She should be a comic, not a not right. a book, not like a novel. And that's when I started having to go through the story and like cross this whole page out. No, nope. what are the important words on this page? And um, it's not easy. I tell you, I, I give props to people who do this all day, every day because it's, it's rough.
2: It's really hard to be a writer who then has to let the picture tell the story. Yes. And you just get to put the bones in there and then they get to paint it all up. That has to be really, really hard as a writer to do.
1: And it's emotional too, you know, because I I tell these stories and there's so much that you want to say about a character. Why does she dress like this? Why does she look like this? Why is she angry? Why is she sad? And you can't get that, from yep. you know, just a picture. So it is hard to edit it down. And if in the future we start to um, you know get some more as we gain popularity and start meeting new artists, you know, we'll we'll have some more more products out there soon. I'm going to change the style up a little bit. Um, it's still going to be a comic. It could still be illustrated, but there's going to be more words on the page. Um, I'm going to kind of change up the style just a bit for myself. Did you,
0: ever see, Did you ever see the old Flash Gordon or Prince Valiant comic strips from the 30s?
1: I've seen a few, but I couldn't re- I couldn't tell you what.
0: If you get a chance, go look at them, because as the artists on those strips got better, uh-huh. they, they often turned into like a portrait with a whole paragraph in it.
2: Yeah. See that?
0: So,
3: yeah.
2: But see, that's a lot of Alan Moore um, kind of stuff, where he's got huge chunks. And Neil Gaiman does that, where the writer gets to be a writer, even with, the with you know, the art.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of where I, I would love to, to, to take the next comic in that in that direction.
2: Okay. Yeah. So So I want to know about, I want to know about the children's book. I'm, I'm stoked that it's out there. I'm always buying books for the kids in our lives and trying to buy them things they don't normally get to see. So tell me about it or tell us about it.
1: Oh, hooray. Yeah. So, um, being a mom, you know, it's, it's not easy raising kids in this this world and, you know, and kids are mean, you know, kids are so mean. So I had written this little sing-songy, um, very Dr. Seuss-esque kind of poem a few years ago and thought it'd be really cool that, oh, one day that'd be really cool to kind of illustrate this poem. Um, it sat and sat and sat until this year pretty much, or no, it was last year actually, um, when I decided, you know what? I'm going to I'm I'm scared but I'm going to kind of jump into this world of of children's books. And um so th- the basis of it is this little poem about a little girl um who's sick of being called fat at school. So she's st- kind of writes she kind of sings this little poem to her classmates that kind of highlight, "Hey, I'm a kid, I'm just like you. I can do things just like you." You know, words hurt. Um and it it very much shares um her 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 want of acceptance and love and that hey we can all, life's a lot better if we all just you know get along with each other so anyway, it's nice. it's it's cute and like I, I had mentioned earlier or maybe it was before we started recording um it's being illustrated by or is illust- it's finished it just is it's needs to go to print now um by the 16 year old uh daughter of one of our biggest fans um which is a really cool thing to have a kid draw my kid's book yeah it's kind of a cool thing yeah so it's exciting it's on kickstarter right now we just just went live yesterday and um it's got a lot of buzz so i'm just hoping that hey we can get funded and, and get it printed and and get it uh get it out to everybody
0: Okay. What's your uh, Kickstarter address?
1: Um, you know what? And I just shortened it, and now I don't remember what it is.
0: Um, <laughs> Sorry.
1: but if, if you search for either Chunky Girl Comics or my name Marissa Garcia, um, that's Marissa with one R and one S. Um, it'll it'll pop up. It's the only Marissa Garcia on Kickstarter, which is amazing to me, actually. But um, <laughs> yeah. but it is yes.
0: <laughs> You'd figure there'd be a few more.
1: Right. I, I mean, it's, I, I find Marissa is everywhere. I'm never the only one, so,
2: but I am. Yeah. Here's Here it is. Hang on. I'm going to find it. Okay. So, I, I see it. I just have to click on it, but I realize, Jeremy, you'll have to cut all that out. <laughs>
0: oh, no. oh, no, no. I don't edit anymore. I just leave everything. In there. <laughs> well, of course. Um,
1: it's better that way. It's real that way.
2: There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so the the Kickstarter projects. It's the anti-bullying children's book by Marissa Garcia, and then you click on that and you get to the book, which is the Why in the World Would You Call Me Fat? And she's freaking adorable with a cute? tiny cat. And yeah, yeah,
1: she's the the chill, the child version of of my character from from the comic. She's the little kid version. And in the children's book, you'll also see little kid versions of the comic characters.
2: Oh, so sweet! It's
1: That's
0: so nice. Adorable, yeah. Okay, so now you've got your first comic book published. You you've you're headed towards getting your children's book published. Yes. <clears throat> How? Well, here as a creator, it is often hard to find collaborators. It sounds to me like you have found avatars for your characters. You know, people to bring out and cosplay as the characters in your book to model the characters Mm -hmm. for you. Has it been very? Was that easier to find than an artist to work with? How difficult is it as somebody with an idea to find somebody to collaborate? What methods have you used to try to find artists?
1: Um, It was a lot easier finding my my real life characters than it has been to find an art. Not to find an artist, I should say. I've found plenty. It's finding one that either has the same vision that I do, or um, can work with what we have because, you know, we're, I'm, it's, I'm on my own, you know, and, and finding the money to pay for an artist is rough. Um, it's, it's not easy. And so I've been really working on any, most of it through, through social media, um, friends, referring friends to me or, you know, people coming up to me at cons and saying, Hey, you know, I'd love to work with you. Here's my card. And kind of reaching out to people that way. Um, but my challenge has been being able to have funding for, for the artists that I want. That's that's kind of where we are. Um, we get tons of submissions from people. We'd love to work with you and, you know, and either work for a commission or, hey, we'll work for free. But I would rather, I guess I've got a very particular way that I kind of want the girls to look. And not everyone can draw a chunky girl. Right. right. Which is what's... what's well, but- it's been a big been a big issue when I say no 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 make her thighs bigger, and they're like bigger bigger you know <laughs> and, and, you know like no bigger,
2: bigger but good bigger
1: right and especially when I'm when they're draw trying to draw candy, they're not used to the proportions. I'm like no 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 like those thighs need to be and they're like really yes bigger no monster ooh, thighs bigger. and so it's been really hard to find that um you know that 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 person that can mesh with, with, with us that well. But we're working on it. You know, I've got a couple of potentials. Um, we're working with, this, with a great guy named Eric, who actually lives in Wisconsin. Um, but he's done a couple of prints that we are debuting at Stockton Con this weekend. So nice. we may have our fingers crossed for um, a good partnership with, uh, with this guy. He did some Pokemon Go uh, prints. Chunky, I'm calling him Chunky Girl Go friends <laughs>
0: so, um I bet, that, I bet that game would sell i think so too
1: right you know but you know i need to find a developer now and oh it's never ending um but, <laughs> <laughs> but i mean it's um so we're, we're on we're all in the right direction it's been a really good year for us we've done more events and done more panels and more photo shoots than we have in probably the last two years combined. And so it's just, we've gotten a lot of exposure, and it's been a great year. So we're hoping that this is kind of the, all the hard work this year will pay off.
0: (laughs) Well, it certainly seems to me like you have some buzz going on. I mean, you're at, at least here in Central California, you're at the events pretty regularly, it appears. Um, people people are following you on Facebook, so it seems like growing a fan base hasn't really been an issue.
1: You know, we've had some really great support, and Lori's been a big help with that too. Um, we've kind of branched out from just comics, and we've branched out, you know, into plus modeling. So we've you know kind of done a lot of talking with that's kind of opened us up to new fans. Um, we've performed with, we brought a, a drag queen into our group. A couple now um which has been which, <laughs> um they're gonna love it charity case and vicedonia
2: yeah. um, oh my god
1: <laughs> and they're gonna love that i said that there you guys i said it okay your name okay um <laughs> um but so we've, we've well. branched off into this really these these different avenues that um we didn't really plan on but we have and um Lori and i have performed at you know a couple of drag shows in the bay area (laughs) which has been that's the best night ever you know i just really it is hair and makeup and lip sync and get tips i mean that's a good yeah how
2: how can that be bad i mean that's all good
1: (laughs) yeah so so we've had a really good time with that um and branched off into into all these different things and it's just so we're kind of riding the wave you know what i mean like hey oh you want us to you know, or we're going to do a photo shoot. Oh, okay. Oh, we, you want us to walk in the geek fashion show in your clothes. Oh, okay. Whatever comes that The at answer
2: us. is yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like with I did start cool. doing high school workshops. Somebody came up to me at a show and at a convention and asked, um, "Hey, do you do kind of you guys are so confident and and, you know, do you have you ever done high school workshops, you know, for especially for teen girls?" And, and in that's my head awesome. and in my head I'm like, "No." I'm terrified of teenagers, but then,
2: <laughs> believe so. But I
1: said yes, and then went home that weekend and wrote a workshop. And now we're available to do um, self-esteem, confidence, and anti-bullying workshops, all with a superhero theme. You know, at nice.
0: school. Nice. really. Okay, so how? Let's just pretend that somebody out there listens to this and they're in a position to bring you to a school. How would they find you to contact you about doing that?
1: um my email address, which is the easiest way, is chunky just chunky at yahoo dot com um just send me an you know send me an email you know of what they're looking for or, you know what what the ideas are um where are you located? What's the age group? You know, that kind of right. thing. And we, we have been able to tailor it, you know, to the youngest of the young, which the children's book will help with, um, up to, you know, high school seniors. And um, nice. it's, it's, been, it's been, it's terrifying, but it's really fun. And once the kids, they see that it's kind of comic book themed and very hands-on and they get to draw and do all this stuff, it it becomes not so much of a lecture. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's an experience. So it's a good time. We have a really good time with the kids.
0: You know, that sounds really cool. So you don't have a website dedicated no, to that. No, if anybody
1: then. out there is listening and would like to lend some help with our web presence, uh, Chunky Girl Comics. Well,
0: I'll, I'll tell you what. I don't know if you would be interested, but if you wanted to put a page together on Geekish Cast for that project and maybe a little something for Chunky Girl Comics in general, I'll, I'll donate a little space on my site for that.
1: Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs>
0: Because I actually really like the sound of this workshop. I Um, I do too. I'm one hundred percent. Yeah,
1: it's really fun. That'd be that'd be amazing. Uh,
0: Yeah. Um, Let's okay. Let's we'll talk about that a little later um, and see what we can do there. I I really think that's a good idea.
2: All right. So the Kickstarter's Uh, up. You guys are your guys are going to be at StocktonCon this weekend. Jeremy, does this go live this before?
0: Unfortunately, this will go up okay. Monday.
2: So Stockton Con have yeah, happened, and it was <laughs> awesome, right? It was it awesome. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, um,
1: yeah. um, I can tell you a little bit about, about what we're doing at, what, well, what we have done at Stockton Con. That's there weird. you go. But you get it. But
0: it feels like time now. My, now I'm like, check
1: it out, traveling back in. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Stockton Con. Um, you know, I I live here in Stockton now, and I started off um, getting in on the ground, you know, this is the fifth year of Stockton Con, and I've been fortunate enough to be, you know, um, a guest at all five. And um, the hometown crowd is definitely the most loving. We get so much love here, you know, from the Central Valley fans. Um, Lori, let's see, this is weird talking about it because it's
3: already happened.
1: But um, Sunday of Stockton Con is we have a panel or had a
3: panel um, which we've been doing. A- <laughs> it was a great panel too. There were so many yeah. awesome people there. I, I remember, it was, I,
2: I remember it hearing was about it. And it was awesome. really you awesome. were great,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I wasn't nervous at all. Um, so Lori and I have been doing several panels in 2016 at different conventions um, about body image, um, diversity in. Comics, cosplay, and kind of pop culture, and that's been a really amazing topic. We've had just, I mean, turnouts that I have, I didn't expect, um, which is really Right.
3: At one of our first ones, it was probably only our second, we walked in the room, and we thought we walked into the back end of somebody else's, and we literally backed out of the room. We're like, oh, so sorry, we're early, and then we realized all these people were there for us. And it was. Yeah, a, top.
1: It was really cool. <laughs> so we, we both looked at each other like, "Holy shit!" Like these people are waiting for us, and it's an amazing feeling. So, Lori and I have been the the, the duo that's been to the most of them. You know, as far as the, the two of us are usually the ones out there, um, and the the the, it, the impact that we seem to have, which is still crazy to me, because it's just us talking about a lot of what we've experienced whether it's being bullet, bullied in the past or growing to love ourselves. And it just it, it hits home for so many people, and it's amazing.
3: So, it really is. Because sure. it, it, you don't realize, you know, you, like I didn't have a terrible childhood growing up, but I still just never felt like I fit in. And so to realize that everybody kind of feels that way, you know, now as an adult, it's a little late, but you hope that kids can learn that so that they don't feel like they're, they're freaks or they're not.
0: Well, one of the stories that keeps coming up, different guests bring it up on here all the time. We're like, you know, when I was a kid and I like Star Trek, I used to get my ass kicked. And now the same kind of guy that used to kick my ass is the guy ahead of me in line right. buying tickets. <laughs> the next. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, and so, so, so
0: geekdom kind of turned out to be the great equalizer. Of right. And who
3: are you calling when your computer doesn't work? And you're like, I yeah, can't absolutely. get this to work. And you've got nerdy friends. You're like, I'll make you dinner. <laughs> you <can't laughs> exactly. It's so That's true. It.
1: Yeah, we call Lori um our nerd in training. Um, although I don't know how long that title can last because it's, it's been
3: going forever, forever <laughs> and ever.
2: I'm not giving it up. Um, she's refusing to be all in, I all- what I'm hearing.
1: She,
3: she's so she's I'm like, pretty. I'm pretty, that's it. She's, she's, nice. getting,
1: right. she's getting there because she's starting to get into um you know, um, she's she's remembering things better, different characters and shows and movies, and um, I'm like, oh, look at Lori, but she still likes to call me a nerd, which whatever,
2: you know, it's okay, it's okay, just wear it with it's pride.
3: Fine. I say oh, it with I, love, yeah. right?
0: <laughs> so Lori, Lori, you weren't into like Star Wars or anything when you were younger. Um,
3: I saw it in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um. And when
0: I close the whole time, I, but... I have
3: an an R two D two shirt Is that, Star Wars? <laughs> that that means something. I, th- I think we can work I, with I that. Think
2: that. That kind of, but you know, us, yeah. she's yeah. she's so there,
1: you know. And um, I'm proud of her. She's like, look, I have a Batman shirt, you know. Like...
2: So <laughs> oh, it's two. so um. We it, need it, it... our geek adjacent friends to sort of balance <laughs> and lead us into the rest of the world. Right. I think it's good. It's a good thing. <laughs>
1: And we're a good ma- we're a good match because um, you know the all of us the whole entire group all of us when we get together we all have certain things that we nerd out over more than other people so when we're we're a pretty cohesive unit like we have all things covered when we're all together um, <laughs> which is which is really nice. Right.
3: Um, you know, like if you a- want to talk about pole dancing, I will talk about pole dancing all day. You're gonna- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's so my podcast. A- uh, fantastic yeah. i'll see you soon
0: <laughs> you you do have a geeky side It just yours involves no pants right. that's what we, we do a lot of
3: here. pants we, we are team no pants
1: <laughs> we really are if you are like you know on facebook or on instagram like you'll see our hashtag team no
2: pants all the yep. time because oh my god that's that is hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> we don't like to wear pants well, yeah, there you go. I'm not wearing that's, pants that's, that's, right that's, now. That's... How about that? Jeremy, I think that might be the title of this episode. We are team no pants. <laughs> team no, pants. I, think, no pants.
0: I think you're right. We're just gonna go team no pants. that'll
2: get a I'm lot of heads
1: <laughs> See? <Nice>. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. I always pay credit where credit is due. <laughs> I love from now From now on, nobody will wear pants when I interview them. I like, now, look, before we start, we have one rule. Right,
2: that is. Oh.
3: Pants off. No pants. Oh, my God. Hold on. I know. I'm tearing up a little bit. I'm now. laughing so hard. But you <laughs> wish you were on video now. Yeah. just the cameras <laughs> on, because that's pretty awful.
0: Well, I guess from now, maybe maybe next time this will be on YouTube really? Live.
3: Yeah.
1: Perfect.
2: Next time, we will... <laughs>
1: It'll oh, be an after-hours podcast.
3: Yeah. Chunky Girls After Dark. Chunky
2: Girls After yeah. Dark. No,
0: no, no, no. You don't get oh. a better name than that. <laughs> that
1: could be the name of our calendar. We're coming out with the calendar next oh, year, God. which is really exciting. Okay, uh,
3: okay. We can name the calendar, Chunky Girls After uh, Dark. Marissa will have to share with you one of the photos from our last photo shoot, which included three of us in a bathtub.
1: <laughs> yes. Um... <laughs>
3: Wait, is it
1: <laughs> There's no there's no nudity.
3: No it, nudity. It...
0: can I can I use that for the blog post that goes with
3: oh, absolutely. this? Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: There we yes. go. I think you know what? I think we're, we're coming up roses all the way on <laughs> this one. I love it. That's that's uh, <laughs> that's, that's, uh let me tell you. That's entertaining.
1: Yeah, the shoot right was supposed to not it that wasn't part of
3: it, but
0: the keyword was classic. Oh. <laughs>
3: When who said classy? Nobody here used that word. Nobody here used that word. Remember classy. I'm a fucking lady, so you know.
1: Classy. So,
2: <laughs> so Stockton Con has already happened. What's next on the horizon as far as places people can see you? Oh my goodness. You?
1: So oh, we are so um, excited. There's so much stuff. Okay, so, so
2: what are like the next two, three bam? So- here's where they can go right now
1: let's see so next weekend which is the 27th Lori actually puts on an event annually Lori, you want to talk about that a little bit
3: oh yeah thanks um so i, I am a co-producer of a show called northern california pole presentational and it's a pole dance event in san jose uh, we're at polenorcal.com um it's it's all inclusive we let anybody come and dance they just Sign up, and um, it'll be eight straight hours of pole dance in San Jose. Oh, and then it's my birthday. I'm turning 40 soon, and so we're going to have lap dancing down we're the street. We're partying after that. Yeah. Nice. So that's going to so be fun. We'll be there. Um, so and come then...
2: for the pole dancing, and maybe if you're lucky, you can get in on the after party.
3: You're right. Exactly.
2: But you have to give right. me
3: a lap dance. I'm not giving lap dances. so that's Oh, no.
2: That, okay.
3: Well, yeah, right. you're right. So. <laughs>
1: Um, and then the weekend after that, which is Labor Day weekend, is San Francisco Comic-Con, um, which we have a panel both days, Saturday. It's a three-day convention, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but we have a panel um, Saturday, which I think is the third, and then September 4th in the afternoon, Um and the event after that, I believe, is September. It's a Sunday, the 17th or the 18th, whatever weekend that is. On the su- on that Sunday, um, okay. we are appearing at the Curvy Girl lingerie fashion show in San Jose. Actually, it's 18th. in Campbell. The 18th. Okay. Yeah, it's the 18th. Yeah. So we got um, we love Curvy Girl lingerie. It's a plus size boutique and online store that carries Sexy, pretty things for um, women that I think, I think it's size 12 and up.
2: I think so, like, you know, most women,
1: (laughs) right? Like, right. Everybody. Everybody. So far, everybody. Uh, So it's it's size 12 (laughs) and up. um, And they go up to, I think, a size 32, which is amazing. So uh, sexy at any size. So um, we will have a table there. And I believe we are going to be speaking as well. So nice. that's, that's a cool event. And then I think October we have a little bit of a break.
3: Well, don't forget is... the 24th of September where you and I are going to be in drag. Performing. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot.
1: Ow. So if you're in Walnut Creek um, on the 24th of September, Lori and I and um, Vicodonia. Vicodonia will be performing. um <laughs> yes, I she's in the yes she's gonna love Yes, she's gonna love that we sang your name she's our beautiful chunky drag superhero she uh so the, the three of us are performing at a fundraiser um that uh laurie is is putting on um at club 1220 in walnut creek and we're, pre- we're performing a lovely lip sync song i think we're doing some demi lovato so yes, come sure. see us with no pants on <laughs> I will be wearing a right, drag. Right,
0: right. No, wait. Are you, are, are you doing drag? I mean, are you doing actual drag going on as men, or are you doing drag? We're folk queens. We'll be ones? folk
3: queens.
1: We'll be fake yeah. drag. Yeah, okay. we'll still be ladies, but... Um... Yeah, I,
0: I think this is where I have to point out. My wife and I are very queer-friendly and have actually gone to a gay club on Halloween. Oh. So we is, that, have that's a, is that our
2: gay-friendly gay moment? Yes.
0: That's, 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 that's pretty makeup. gay. Okay. That's a lot of gay in one place.
1: Yeah, we, we just like just we thinking. like a lot of gay... A, like,
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Actually we went to a Halloween a gay Halloween nightclub in Santa oh. Cruz. So, oh. so it, it we um we have our uh, <laughs> we can actually both wear rainbow flags and, and not have to explain
2: anything fabulous. to anybody. right. That sounds fabulous. <laughs> yeah.
1: We do a lot of rainbow. I I mean I do anyway. Yeah, we're very gay we're very uh gay friendly and we hang out at uh Club twelve twenty in Walnut Creek quite a bit.
3: We love the drag shows. Love our drag
1: shows and our queens.
3: Hi, everybody. (laughs) If they listen, I don't...
1: people. It's weird. We are right at home. And that's... It's another thing is that we love is we love having, um, you know... It's... We're all... Like I said, I mean, really, when I say all-inclusive, we are all-inclusive. Which is... um,
0: No, and I think... And and to kind of get back to the superhero and comic book thing, I mean, for an industry that was created by Jewish people... (laughs) To, that that was immediately stolen by white Christian uh, males in America. That never
3: happens. How dare you?
0: Oh <laughs> no! Siegel no. well, and Schuster, Siegel and Schuster, One was an American Jew and one was a Canadian Jew. They created Superman. Superman's not Jewish, oh. is he? Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. But wait, wait, wait. Um, Marvel. Is it Marvel or DC that just hired their first
0: what? black female writer? It was Marvel. Marvel
2: just this Marvel. week. Yeah. Yeah. Right yes. I think in, of her name, but in two thousand sixteen right, yeah, yeah. it's horrific, yeah. but it's also good that at least it's we're there, and we've noticed that we're there.
1: it's yeah. happening, you know it's it's little things that are really, really
2: needed. late,
0: but yes. Yes.
1: yes,, they're happening, and it's a great,
0: well, yeah, but I mean, let's not let good be the enemy of perfect, no. I mean no. you know finally they did it let's at least give them accolades for that and at the same time shun the rest of the world that it wasn't possible
2: because of societal norms before and be excited to see what voices are going to come out of there now that reflects that right and
1: that was like with you know you know with the new iron man and you know was it last month where you know they have now you know made this adorable high or teenager and she's a beautiful black woman with big natural hair um, that's going to be donning the Iron Man suit, which you know had people all up in arms. And it's like, okay, well, at some point, the torch has to be passed. And I love that. Um, you know, I, I love stories like this, and people are always yeah. freaking out, like you're taken away from my blah blah. You know, but you know,
2: no, but we get to be a part of the story, and right. that's well, that that needs well, to be okay. So I'm sure
0: So I'm just going to point out, we're recording this on August 18th. If the stories are true that are going out right now, the next Spider-Man movie will feature a Black Mary Jane. I would love it. There we go. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So we'll see. You know, it's... (laughs) Hopefully, yeah, by the time this comes out, we'll have have an answer.
0: Yeah. I, I have very little patience for people who complain about, well, that character was white in the such and such, and I'm just like... I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's a big topic in <laughs>
1: no. our panels. That's a huge topic. Yeah, we, we, I kind of make that one of our. It's kind of a segue into talking diversity. You know, if you know, and some people really are. I wish it would be true to the character. from the books. Blah blah blah. Um, but I say, hey, you know what? If an actor is going, an actor is an actor. You know, um, mm. uh,
3: it just doesn't bother me. I guess you know, it just. My know. non-nerd response is, all these characters are made up anyway, so who cares? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah when you're not talking about a historical character, I really couldn't right. give a shit. There are a, um, there are a few places I would get a little irritated if you cast a non-white character with a white actor, depending on the role. Like Say like you're going to take uh, Crazy Horse and have a white guy play him. Because it's been done and it's finally. Yeah, there's been a few
1: like do... that, or you know, and a, a lot of it happens now with with casting Asian characters and stories that are you know yeah. that are Asian, and it's like there are plenty of Asian actors and actresses yep. that could play these roles, but you know, apparently, you know, that's not a thing. I don't. Yeah. Think white women should play them. I don't know what. I don't know. That's a whole. No, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: specifically emma stone was played a half chinese hawaiian character in a movie
1: and i like emma stone but
0: yeah it has nothing to do with her
1: come on come on i just want to you know so we you know I, i think you know and there's a lot of things that that hollywood is 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 improving upon it just it's just not there yet so but i think if people keep making a bit you know speak up about it because that's that's the great thing about the Internet is you can say whatever the hell you want and you hope that your opinions and your voice is heard at some point.
0: Did you see that NPR is going to quit allowing comments on their articles on their website? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, they, they actually, because they they actually ran the numbers like out of like 33 million people who read the hmm. website, the percentage of people who comment is point zero six two five percent of readers.
3: And most of them say mean stuff.
0: And most of them say <laughs> dickheaded mean things. Yeah. So you so out of thirty three million people looking at it, two thousand people like dominate the whole thing. Oh. So they're just gonna shut down commenting. That's still crazy
1: though. I mean I I guess I get it, you know, because it's always the trolls that have the loudest voice mm-hmm. um on you know, on things like that, but oh man.
0: Yeah, it's it's the guy claiming that Obama's a the reason there hasn't been a white heavyweight champion yeah. box in 40 years.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've, you know, and I, I, I've got a few. It's funny, especially during this election season, you're kind of seeing um, different things come out of friends that you didn't realize um, they thought and, you know, <laughs> stuff like that, um, which most of it hasn't been enough to have me, you know, stop talking to them completely. But I've done a lot of blocking and unfollowing um, <laughs> over the last couple of months. I can,
2: I can hide you on Facebook without having to cut you out of my life yet. Right, exactly.
1: That's kind of where I'm at with a lot of things. It's really unfortunate, but...
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, I work I work construction adjacent, so everybody assumes I'm a right-wing Republican. Yeah,
1: I could see that.
0: <laughs> I actually had a guy tell me the other day, well, you're the only working person I know who's a Democrat. I looked him right in the face, and I said, get fucking out of my face right what? now. What?
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's
0: uh, my my grandfather was a working Democrat for eighty some odd years. Shut the yeah, fuck up. Yeah, and then
1: people people are doing a lot of assuming, and a lot of feelings are getting hurt. And I just I'm like, am I'm plugging my ears to, you know. Mostly.
0: Well, you know, and I I normally I don't usually talk about politics a whole lot, but I don't think we can really talk diversity and equality without hitting it. Right. Do you think that a lot of people that have conservative leanings just assume everybody around them is conservative because liberal leaning people keep their mouths shut? What what do you think happens there? Because every conservative I know just assumes everybody's a conservative.
3: That's funny. I feel like a lot of conservative people I know, they assume I'm very liberal and I'm probably more conservative than they realize. So I don't Mm -hmm. know. Maybe it just depends on where they are, you know, whether if you're in a, in San Francisco, I think the assumption is people are more liberal. Well
0: yeah. well, yeah, because you know what? When we lived in Santa Cruz, you would have considered me a conservative, but my viewpoints haven't changed right. on much.
3: So, yeah. yeah. I you're
2: think right. it's yeah. really about where you are and what the prevailing culture of your place is, your workspace or your town or your school. I think that defines whether or not people assume that you're this thing or the other. Yeah.
0: Yeah, central you're valley. right cuz in the central valley it's easy to assume everybody you're dealing with is very conservative.
1: It's it's very true, you know, um I grew up in an area that was a, in the part of the, in a part of the bay area where as a kid everyone was very conservative and my mom has always been very very liberal. So I grew up very confused <laughs> because what my mom was <laughs> saying at home the exact opposite of what I was hearing at school and from other families and, and everything. So at first I, I, as a kid, when you're kind of young and impressionable, I'm like, I don't, what the heck? I don't know what's, you know, what's going <laughs> on. Um, but it, it is, it is rough now because now it, it's every, you know, emotions are running really high right now. And so there's so many things you are afraid to talk to even your friends about.
3: Here's what I tell people when they start freaking out about politics is that the wheels are in motion and this machine it, it does what it does. I think it matters less who gets in there than than people realize. I mean well, everybody's well, so terrified well, on, a,
0: on a presidential basis, I would agree until, until you have an all singular <laughs> party all around them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, until, like, you take away, because, I mean, here's the thing. I'm dealing with a lot of people that aren't old enough to remember the Bush administration right. now. And I mean the second Bush right. administration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, when, yeah, when they when, were when they were literally left unchecked. They were just like, hey, you want to do this? Congress voted to just give up war powers, which should be illegal according right. to the Constitution. But what the hell. Um, and people are going, well, if Donald Trump gets in, everybody nobody likes him. Everybody will just stop. And I'm like... That's what everybody said about Bush. Right. Yeah. And and nobody seems to, or very few younger people remember this. That's, but we're all scared, look, we're all scared of things. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. unchecked power scares me in a republic more than anything else, I guess, is where I'm
3: headed. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: But perhaps I've said too <laughs>
3: much. <laughs> you just I making think me that's sad, the- that's all. <laughs> Can we go it's back like, to talking about no pants? That makes me yeah, yeah. happier. Oh, yeah. And so we're going to change the subject. The yeah. Let's go back <laughs> to the poll. <laughs> All right.
2: Cool.
0: All right. Yeah, well, so we're we're coming up on time here. So this, again, we are recording on the 18th. And StocktonCon is actually this coming weekend. So by the time this plays, it'll be the 26th. It will have just happened. Um, I am not getting a table this year, but I am gonna we're gonna try to come
2: on Saturday morning and see everybody. Yeah, yes, we're schools. coming we'll... yeah. we're definitely now, if not before. <laughs> yeah. Hooray. You may yeah. or may not wear pants. You should yes. know us by our lack of pants at that point. I'm like, Yay, yeah.
1: Team No Pants is here.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. We're gonna have to get shirts made, <laughs> you know. That's what they're gonna call us sure. now.
3: Make sure that they just go right to the bottom, you know, right where your underwear are so that it looks like you're not wearing anything at all. Oh, nice exactly yeah, that's a good thank that, you
2: we have that perfected
1: like yeah. no pa- like, are you wearing pants or not yeah. i don't know
3: i actually wish
0: i had jumped on the stock and con thing earlier and at least at least tried to get a pass pa- uh a press pass or something because after i'd given up the you know just decided i wasn't going it turned out a whole bunch of creators like independent creators i have interviewed are going to be there and i'm like Oh come on. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's turned into such a big show. Um, it's grown so much and it's kind of become this super popular, hard to get into con, which is which is really which is really cool for me, you know, because it's it's packed every year and um but yeah, it would have been it would have been great if you were able to have a table there, you know?
0: Yeah, well, I got to keep this in mind for next you year, go. I guess. Well, you know, it was a, it was a total fluke that I got a table for Modesto Con because Flash Gordon was going to be there, <laughs> and that was the only, I feel like that was I the will be there.
3: <laughs> but what
2: yeah. I've learned now is that because we've gone to cons before and and just you know been there, but this having the table now you have your own space.
1: Oh yeah. So now fantastic.
2: you're tired of walking around and you want to eat something, you want to sit down, you want to relax. Yes. You have a place
1: to do it,
2: and you can still people watch, and you're still in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So even – we'll have to invent something, even if we have something going on, just to fake having a reason to have a table so we can have a chill spot to relax.
0: We'll just call it loitering (laughs) press.
2: Oh, my God. That's (laughs) it.
1: (laughs) It, It's – absolutely correct because we you know you go buy stuff you've got a place to put it you can sit down you can
2: exactly a place to stash my purse under the table (laughs) yeah we we
1: love it and if we get bored we put on music and we dance and we have a good time
0: (laughs) yeah that's awesome all right so marissa Lori, we are coming up on time why don't you tell people where they can find you on the Sure.
1: so everything for chunky girl comics is pretty consistent on facebook it's chunky you know chunky girl comics Instagram, Chunky Girl Comics. Twitter is different because of the stupid character limit. It's Chunky Girl Comics with an X at the end.
2: Um, that's why I couldn't find you earlier. That's probably
1: correct. Okay. Yep, I'm on. <laughs> uh, With an X instead of a CS. Um, that's us on, on, in, you know, on the interwebs. Um, I'm on there all the time and, um, aside from our, you know, my personal pages. So, um, that's where we post where we're going to be pictures from our photo shoots. Um, you know, sometimes we share news stories and and things like that. So that's where you can find me, Lori.
3: Um, so I'm Lolo Rochelle everywhere, which is L O L O R A S H E L. And I'm, I write a blog called confessions of a twirly girl. So that's on Facebook and, and also out in the interweb. So um, that's where you can find me.
0: All right, everybody. That is this episode of Geekish Cast with the ladies from Chunky Girl Comics. Jules, what would you think? Anything to add? Anything to say? Awesome.
2: I'm ready to go to StocktonCon and all those other places they mentioned after.
0: You are ready to have already exactly. gone to StocktonCon. <laughs>
2: StocktonCon was awesome. I can't wait to see them again.
0: Yes. <laughs> In and uh, In the meantime, everybody, you can find us at GeekishCast.com, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash GeekishCast, and I tweet from at the GeekishCast. So long, everybody. Bye.